We interrupt your usual programming for a podcast in the art of bullshittery. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is with you. Welcome to the Blagonet Podcast, a lifestyle podcast. Wherever podcasts would tell you how to get ahead in life, we're just going to tell you how to survive it. My name is yes, Tom. Sir. Yes, yeah, my name bad. is my name is Tom Baker. I'm an actor, author, and a part-time um, <clears throat> milker of cows. Yes. Uh, I'm here with my co-host and good friend Christopher Haynes, aka Chains. Chris, what's going on? Chris, tell tell me who you are as an artist. Uh, who I am as an artist. Oh God! What okay. do you do? So uh, I would consider it very low-key underground rap slash hip hop. Um, you know, on, on the come up, I suppose. It's but... it's an, it's we like the niche. Mm. You're you're a, a rare vintage. A rare vintage. What is blagging it? Why are we doing blagging it? Why not? Why not? What, what else is there to do, bro? Like, yeah. you know. What else is there to do? Mm. So blagging it is um, a self-help podcast. Sort of, we want to share the advice as creators and artists that we wish we'd heard starting out or mm. or at the beginning of our um, kind of creative journeys as artists. Yeah, it might be a bit too soon to call it careers. Careers. Do you notice how tentative and delicately I was placing that? I was like, don't say professional yeah, career. It's, yeah. No, um, it's, it's, yeah. So that's what it is. So and, and we're also going to be, so we're going to be talking about our workflow. Mm. So um, how we find inspiration, um, what we do when the inspiration well dries up, because I think that's another thing that's important as well. And we might have guests on as well, like from different sort of walks of uh, the artistic world to find mm. to to find out bits about them and to to try and give something back to other people who are, are in the same boat. Because I think that's the the role of a of a good artist is is someone who gives back and hands it down, mm. hands the baton to the next person. Yeah, you, you find so many, um, I mean, just from a personal standpoint, uh, the way that hip-hop and rap has kind of gone at the moment, there's a lot of these younger kids that are being really, almost like really disrespectful to like the, the OGs, as they'd That's call them. That's interesting. yeah. Yeah, what does that of, look like? What do you mean? So, you know, whether they just go on their social medias and just talk about how bad they were or how they're old news now kind of thing. Like, Respect your elders. Yeah, it's like the, these guys, you know, they are the reason you're here. Yeah, totally. uh, it's It's like, you know, you definitely wouldn't be here without... Because it's, it's not like, you know, they're disrespecting, like, the greats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the, the Jays, the Dre's, like, you know, the Nas or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm just naming Did, people to you, I imagine. Are they names or are they just... They're so, just, like, syllables and consonants. So, the J's, the D's. Like, oh, J's is in Jay-Z. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm such know. a white person. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mozart in my day. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Yeah, so yeah, I'm with you. We should be essentially passing it down and to to keep to keep it going. You know, if we love it so much, you know, respect the ones that paved the way, paved the way for us, and yeah. continue to do so for those yet to come. And it's about reinventing as well. So, like, mm. um, a phrase I hear a lot is, "Don't try and re- reinvent the wheel." No one is going to come up with a better invention mm. than the wheel. So rather than trying to think of what the next wheel is, take the wheel mm. and put some different... Put some BBSs on it. Yeah, put some alloys <laughs> on it and some uh, spokes. I, don't... I mean, uh, yeah, the spokes. Car, like... <laughs> Car references. Hetero. Um, 
what does blagging it mean? What does that phrase mean? Because this podcast might be reached by um, global listeners. There might be mm. people in America going, what the hell is blagging it? That's a bad American accent. But, <laughs> but what does blagging it mean? Because it's actually colloquial sort of British slang, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a very, um, it, it's it's quite a relaxed way of looking at things. It's just, I mean, to hell with it. <laughs> Like yeah. just get so on to blag it, things, whatever it happens, that, happens. So, yeah, to blag it is just to shrug. Like mm. no matter how hard um, things might be, blagging it is like, well, I don't know. Mm. I'll make it up. I'll, 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 I'll be okay. I'll, I'll get away with it, and I'll live to see another day. Which I feel like that kind of um, unapologetic and kind mindset can be applied to. Not only art and creativity, but also mindfulness as well. That sense of um, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, in dealing with it. Yeah. Come with cool. me. Like, yeah. So, um, talk to me just while we're introducing ourselves. Um, how did you get started as an artist? Like, when can you think of a particular time when you realised, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I was put on this earth to do. Uh, okay, so if we start from like the very beginning, um, it, it was essentially just blagging it. It really, mm. it really was. Uh, I was with it's the name of the podcast. It is indeed. We need it on a mug. Um, Can you get it on wine glasses? Did they do wine glass merch? Um, I've got to imagine work. somebody somewhere will. You know, if if there's something you can think of, to... I'll just get a sharpie. I'll just uh, a sharpie. Yeah, why not? I mean, cheaper. Hez will draw it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I was uh, I was about eleven years old at the time, mm-hmm. and I was um, I was with my um, very close friend of mine, Dave, and we were we were just listening to Eminem records at the time, and we just decided, no, oh, do you know what? We we could we could do this. I could like, do that. Yeah, that's would, where it starts from, though, I, isn't I, it? I can totally do that, and I mean, at the time, we definitely could not do that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Every so often, that uh, you know, I'll have like a a clear out of my room and I'll, I'll come across like the folder that still has like some of the first things that we wrote and make cry with laughter every time it is awful <laughs> i think that's yeah that's it's, it's important to keep a record of that though because you never know when those ideas are going to be useful again mm, so i think yeah. yeah in terms of advice to any kind of up-and-coming creative people or people who want to whether it's be an artist uh, be an illustrator a painter a writer Mm. actor singer document everything like except the sucking oh, like like because like to like, no man listeners viewers whatever like except the fact that you will suck yeah like when you start you will be bad yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it's all well i don't want to say bad because you might you might have a natural talent for it but there is still so much room for growth and that's only going to come out of doing it yeah, and and going through and experiencing it, and that's it. Like you have to go through that. I was writing a blog post today because I'm going to get into blogging, mm. which seems a bit 2008. But I, I came up, I came upon the discovery that the phrase "something from nothing" mm. is a bit useless because something from nothing is kind of like multiplying by zero. You get nothing. You know, nothing yeah. is nothing. So actually, the phrase <coughs> should be something from something. Like yes. do something when you um you feel that pull, that urge to create, mm-hmm. do something. Don't yeah. just sit on the idea because actually bringing that 
into um, fruition, into being, will have a knock-on effect and bring you into the next thing, etc., etc. So it isn't something from nothing, because there's yeah. always something there. It's something from something, and that's just a little... I was like, oh, that's quite poignant. And that kind of helps with um, artists' block as well. So, like, as a, as a lyricist and a musician... Mm. What is what does artist block look like for you? Um, very, um, very uninspired, almost like completely blank thoughts. Yeah. So when I'm so when I try and write something new, usually I try not to force anything out at all. I think anything that was forced is bad. Okay. That, that that's usually how I I try and think of it. So for me, the difference between a record that has potential and something that absolutely has to be done is just by listening to like the instrumental of it, there's already words, phrases, particular yeah. ideas that come out of it. Um, it's never usually at the beginning of the track, unfortunately. I, I really suck at starting records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's when it's like, okay, so this this one has to be done because I don't even need to think for these ideas to yes. to come from this. Yeah, and so I call that... So that's what flow is really, isn't it? When when the ideas just kind of, you know, as a, as a writer, the, the, the words just come onto the page it just mm. it just happens yeah and and that sense of flow is is a great feeling because it's effortless yes it's easy and it feels true and honest um but then right uh you know artist block is kind of the uh, is a horrible uncomfortable feeling because the minute you hit when the well dries up mm. you go oh i'm not very good at it I, I maybe i haven't got and that's when the doubt kind of comes in so yeah what what do you do to get over artist block what's your technique that might be helpful to other people so i tend to i tend to either go searching for completely new records that i've unheard of to maybe draw some whole new inspiration. I clearly take inspiration from a various different artists on some records. Um, in fact, when I first started out, actually, um, one of the things I used to do was I'd actually listen to a record and think, who would do, who would get on this? And then I thought, okay, so if they did it, what would they say? Which was like probably not my best idea because some might think that you know I was just just trying to be them. Yeah. Um, which I suppose you could argue that maybe that was the case, but you know, I was just drawing inspiration out of it, you know, because a lot of these guys are clearly doing it as well, you know, and I think that's perfectly, you know, acceptable for us to do that. Um, if I don't go listening to other artists, I will listen to completely different records, um, just things, you know, I might even go searching for just completely new ones again that I haven't heard before from pro different producers that I don't usually go checking for. Because, you know, there's a whole bunch of particular guys that I just, I really resonate with their sounds. So I, I always, like every single upload or whatever, I'm, I'm there checking the beat stores. Like, let's see, what, what did you put out this week? Like, um, But yeah, sometimes you just want to hear something completely fresh. And yeah. you might get something on this completely different beat that you only get like, I don't know, 16 bars worth. But... It worked that that same sixteen. Then you find in a couple of months, it actually fits perfectly with that previous. Yeah. So again, it's about documenting. Mm. It's about putting everything away. One of my um, uh, acting lecturers when I was training would always talk about the bookshelf. So like when there isn't, um, when an idea isn't right for this moment or this. 
project, don't bin it, yeah. put it on the bookshelf and come back to it because it's all inspired work. So yes. no matter how small it is, like, you know, trees start off as saplings, they start very small, you know, that's mm. a bit of a used metaphor. But yeah, and I think I read something um, useful recently that talked about, because um, obviously I'm doing fantasy writing at the moment, so um, fictional writing, um, and they wrote about how writers should read stuff that's completely different to the genre they're writing in because J.R.R. Tolkien, the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. wasn't reading Lord of the Rings. So why would a fantasy writer read, you know, another fantasy series and expect to find something new? Okay. So, so as you say, like looking at different, something completely opposite to what you're doing, mm. you're definitely going to find something there, something yeah. um, that... that that changes the lens for you and, and lets you see it from a different perspective and mixes it up because it's very easy to get into like a very um, yeah. repetitive treadmill kind of uh, pattern with the work, that kind of process of just doing the same thing over and over again. You've got you've to switch it up. Yeah, exactly. I, I think sometimes... Um... Sometimes having like creative block is almost like your, yourself, your subconscious saying to you that it, it's it's time to do something different. Yeah, switch like, it up. Like let's let's do something new. Let's do something refreshing. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying to switch it up now. Like it's like let's let's go for a completely different sound here. Let me try something a bit different because I feel like you know I've put out a couple of projects now and they're 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 sort of fairly similar like all of the records and out of a very sort of similar themes and that and i think like... you get that though like listening <clears throat> so the 19th do you know the 1975 i do yes they released their latest album recently and i was kind of going through it and i was like a lot of these songs sound the same mm. and i think i think you get that sometimes do you know what i mean some but, but yeah. that's because it's your voice yeah like of course your voice you know you're not gonna wake up one day and you know speak like daffy duck or anything do you know what i mean you wouldn't change your voice so like it might sound the same but yeah, but then I also think that I'm, I'm also saying the same sort of things just in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like overall, this record has the exact same point. I've just said it differently. Yeah. It's like, well, how many times am I gonna ride this wave? How many times am I gonna? Uh, how many times am I gonna beat that horse to death? That's really interesting, and that actually comes onto something else that I wrote in my notes. Mm -hmm. And you kind of mentioned it where um, you, you don't want to risk copying other artists, but yes. Um, I am I am intrigued by the way of what um, of creative block is for, for from an actor's perspective. From an actor's perspective, well, mm. oh my gosh, usually. So I'm so so as you know, I'm an acting coach. I do mm. like private acting coaching. Mm -hmm. Usually, what I see in the actors when there's a block, it's usually a mental block, and it usually comes from the idea of I'm not doing this right. Right. So today I have my student, and he's preparing for an audition. Um, and he did the piece and it was, you know, it was rough. It was sketchy, but that's fine. We're in the middle of the process. So I said, right, I want you to do it as a, um, a four year old having a tantrum. Right. And he frowns at me and he goes, why would I do that? That sounds like it would be a disaster. Do you know mm. what I mean? That sounds like, and I was like, don't question it. Just go with it. And he started doing it. And I could, I could just see from his face, because obviously this was over zoom and you'd think, how can you do, um, acting coaching over zoom? But it's actually work. It's just like being in the room. Okay. Being in the room with Zoom. Um, <laughs> Zoom, please hire me for marketing. Sponsor, please. Campaigns. Hook us up. Send yeah. us one of them cams. Let's have it. I don't think they need, you know, sponsorship at this rate because everyone's... Do you remember House Party when that blew up at the start of... Were you... Were you 
house party was weird. So it was like it was like FaceTime, but you'd have a room, right. and then people would just drop in. It would say like, "Oh, Tom's having a house party," and it would right. be like group FaceTime, and you play games and stuff. And then it came out because it gained so much popularity, people started hacking it. Right. And then there was this massive like, um, you know, my Twitter's being hacked if you're gonna hack something if you've got the intelligence mm. and the iq to hack why are you hacking twitter <laughs> yeah. 140 characters people wrote having a dump yeah. in the morning <laughs> yeah trying to share their opinion why are you hacking the bank accounts or the government uh, let's because yeah, well, that's quite a serious offense that let's hack the memes <laughs> it's, it's not that bad you can still have a laugh, and no one's going to care. They'll get their account back. Can you imagine in, in, in court, it'd be like, you're being sentenced for hacking memes about <laughs> 40 years. Anyway, see, this is how my brain works. We, you were asking me about, I was talking about acting students going on to house party. But, but I could see from his face, mm. in his eyes, and the way his breath was as well, because obviously I do a lot of breath, breath work, he was really like, <sighs> that kind of... Oh, this isn't any good. And I could tell he was working like that. And I was like, stop. What's going on? And he goes, oh, it feels like I'm not doing it right. Mm. And I literally said, mic drop, end of the lesson. Because that's... Uh, the, the idea of getting it right is an instant block for the actor because acting isn't real. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like people need to wake up about that sometimes. Uh, there are words on a page that no one ever really said. It's all made up. So how could you get it right? Do you know do, what I mean? Do you think that there's there's just like a massive like misconception to the whole idea of it then? And like what you actually, as opposed to what, what it is and what people think it yes, is. Yes, massively. And that's what you have to work with that's what you're working against mostly with students is overcoming those preconceptions. Students think that when they get a piece of text, mm. it needs to be this amazing thing straight away. It needs to be this BAFTA award winning, like, um, like people see like, you know, DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. And it's intimidating. And, and, it's and in just thinks I need to do whatever that guy just yeah, did, yeah, yeah. if and, not better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're stealing from artists mm. in terms of their technique. And then they're trying to copy them. Right. And when you're trying to copy them, that's when it's like, no, 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 no. You need to find yeah. your voice as an artist and then use that as the vessel for whatever the piece is. Mm -hmm. But, but so, 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 yeah, so that's how blocking is for the actor is they get in their own way. They, they think this needs to be good. There's, there's good, admittedly, there's good acting and there's bad acting. Yeah. But good acting is just acting that follows a technique and a method. It isn't acting that necessarily makes someone cry or makes someone laugh. It's just one that is informed and one that is structured and one that has been worked on. Yeah. And this comes to um, something I talk a lot about, which is process-oriented thinking versus goal-oriented thinking. And this is the bit where people get their pens and papers out and start like, taking notes, because this is when you... This is this is you turning up for class, okay? Mm. So process-oriented thinking is all about um, the moment-to-moment -moment stuff. So looking at the stuff on the cutting room floor... The, the stuff you threw away, the scraps or the stuff that didn't work and taking a hard look at that and going, why didn't this work? How can I take that to the next thing? And then mm. all these little bits add up to the thing, whether it is a, a music track, a piece of art, a, acting, a book, etc. Whereas goal-oriented thinking is, I'm just thinking about the goal. I'm just thinking about the finished product. How can you create something in the now if you're so focused on something that doesn't exist yet? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm so, on follow. Yeah. So the problem might be that 
you know, like Henry, obviously my brother is an artist. He doesn't mm. start painting and, and sees it straight away. Like with each stroke of the brush, mm. etc. That's how it builds. That's the process. And so I have a lot of questions for Hez about his process. Well, by I the said way, to like... him, I said to him earlier, can you do a segment? Hopefully we'll be able to, um, to, to get that. Cause I do think, I just want to know what, how, how people are blagging it as it were. Do you mm. know what I mean? What their process is, how they find inspiration. That's kind of what the, the goal of the podcast is, is to yeah. just find out how we can help each other, how we can learn from each other. Um, stuff like that. So, so process oriented thinking is a kind of way of, creating as well because you're not holding yourself up to an imagined standard mm-hmm. you're not thinking that you're not stressing about the finished book the finished track etc you're you're working moment to moment to to build something better and that's i think that's the way it's done yeah goal oriented by all means like you know if if you were in the stock market or something like that we have a goal of I have a goal of I want X amount of shares or something like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. that's a goal. But then you need to work on the process. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think by it's great it's... if you want to win a Grammy. Like it's 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 fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of like you, you have no idea how long it takes to put together a single project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> totally. Like if I think about the amount of times time that went into doing a book, getting a book out, like not only proofreading it, but mm. writing it. Like, that's those four years of me talking to myself in the shower. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's, there's an image for you. Um, <laughs> but people see what other people have done. And this is kind of why I wanted to make the podcast as well. I've been very inspired by Show Your Work by Austin Cleon. There's that for the YouTube video, um, the YouTube viewers. Um, I've completely forgot what I was going to say. He talks about um, comparing your success to other people oh yeah and the problem is is that it's so easy these days to see how many instagram followers someone has Mm. how many twitter followers someone has and going oh i'll never have that many followers Mm. and because of that mindset because you're doing the comparison you don't do anything nothing happens yeah and so the reason why i wanted to make the podcast despite it maybe being an overcrowded market Mm. i was like yeah they might be saying the same things but no one's speaking with my voice Mm. no one's had the experiences i've had etc do you know what i mean yeah I was pitching the podcast to someone and they said, oh yeah, well, loads of people have already done that. And I was like, oh great. Well, there's loads of actors, there's loads of artists, there's yeah. loads of singers. Yeah, Does that exactly. mean no one else should try? They're, they're all getting their share still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they still, you know, live off of it. Yeah. Like regardless. And I think that is the key thing for any person who's aspiring to be an artist is don't compare yourself to other people. Find yeah. your lane, find your voice. What makes you interesting? Um... And then run with that and start creating, you know, again, it comes back to something from nothing. No, something from something like little bits every day. Yeah. In the book as well, it talks about if you do a little thing every day that adds up to, you know, a year's amount of work adds up if you just crack it a little bit every day. Yes, absolutely. Hello and welcome back to Blagging It. That was uh, a break, uh, and we're back. <laughs> An intentional break. Technical difficulties. Yeah. If you go onto our YouTube, you can see behind the scenes and see what really happened. Um, Chris, Blagging It is a podcast uh, for aspiring creatives. How to find inspiration. Mm. How to. 
Be the best version of yourself and how to be inspiring and perspiring. Because mm-hmm. we all perspire. We all yes. need right guard. We all need links. <laughs> Other deodorant <laughs> brands are available. I and to... with Dollar Shave Club. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> Have you seen the YouTube ads that's talking about... Um, it's like a male ball shaver. Oh, is it called Manscaped? Yes, Manscaped. <laughs> yeah. I knew I remembered. Yeah. Mans- what's that about? Um, I mean, it's... Yeah. Well, it's about shaving it's your about balls. Manscaping. I, why yeah. is that? So... Uh, Gotta my... keep it tidy, bro. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't know, like, I don't like how you said that. I don't know. I was just... I just wanted to watch my productivity video or a video about cats and now being told about... What was that noise? I think as his cam just made a noise. Is it turned off? Let's find out. Brilliant. The theme. It's fantastic. But that's the thing. If you make um, not being professional your mm. brand, you can yeah. do whatever the hell you like. Yeah. Austin Cleon. I'm reading this book, <laughs> by the way. I don't know if I've talked about it. <laughs> he talks about the best thing about being an amateur is that there's no risk. You can do whatever the heck you want to do. Do you mm. know what I mean? I think that's really empowering advice. Um, but anyway... Uh, moving away from shaving our balls, yeah, I want to talk to you about other people's opinion. Cool and judgment. Cool. Okay. What do you do with that when someone, let's say, you get a comment on YouTube or mm. a comment on your Instagram photo, being like your fuggles, log out. <laughs> your fuggles. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> first thing I can, is that, is yeah. that a thing? I clearly get lots of hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> Fuggles, said the seven-year-old boy from California. I mean, if someone said that to me, like, I'm not going to get mad at someone using the word fuggles. Fuggles sounds like a character from the Tweenies. Do you remember yeah. the Tweenies? Yeah, terrifying. Mate, what was the name of the the red dog? Oh Lord, Could, it wasn't it wasn't Dougal because that was from Magic Dougal Roundabout. was the Magic Round. I loved Dougal. Yeah. Um, the tw- it was a doodle. Oh, maybe it was. You know, doodles. Chris, multiple um, doodles. Um, what was the other dog? It was purple, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a it's Izzles. Izzles doesn't quite fit with the theme, but welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the episode of Blagging It, where we talk about the hot topics. Like, do you remember the Tweenies? <laughs> <laughs> this is a self help podcast to make you a better artist. Do you remember Tweenies? Very great. This has to stay in. I just love how multicultural they were. Look at these guys. Look at all the varying skin tones. <laughs> I don't remember her being that green. She looks ill. <laughs> oh, no, that is crazy. She doesn't look great, does she? That um, is crazy. Wow, okay. Fantastic. Grandpa's got sunburn. Um, <laughs> and she's blue. Oh, my God. The oh, tweenies, Bella. Ladies, just... I mean, Milo. Milo. <laughs> that was my guy. <laughs> it's so interesting that kids' programmes these days are all just CGI now. Like, mm. Thomas the Tank Engine used, oh. to be, used to have the little models. Yeah. Now it's just animation, man. It's yeah, sad. it is. I'm sure, I'm sure that I I had a friend whose dad used to help with the old Thomas Tank Engine modelling stuff. Get him on the podcast, I want to talk about. I know, yeah. I want to talk about stuff like that. We want his opinion, we want to know know about his workflow and how he stops Where do you get inspired from? (laughs) What's artist block for a guy who does the Thomas the Tank Engine models? (laughs) I run out of colours for the trains. (laughs) He definitely sounds like that. So I just mix them. And his name's like Ernie or something. Uh, Yeah, it's got to be like Ernie. Or Ernest. <laughs> Ernest, yes. Anyway, 
Jesus Christ. We tackle the real things here. Yeah, the real. We're talking about the real issues. We should just mm. call it the Real Issues Podcast. <laughs> why was the Twingies' mum green? <laughs> Episode two. Why are Freddos so expensive? And they're smaller now as well. Mm-hmm. I worked in an, uh, a supermarket I won't name because mm. of lockdown. Mm. I went from acting in. <laughs> Netflix, uh, no, I'm not supposed to say access on an NDA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, no one's going to watch this, it's pointless. Um, I went what, from, Come on, man, give us a bit more credit. Saying. I went from that to scanning shopping. Mm. What's a grocery, by the way? Do you know what a grocery is? Tell me what a grocery is. Um... You can't, can no, you? I, because I, it's an American word. Yeah. And so when I turn up in the morning and then my manager would say, oh, Tom, can you do the groceries? I'd be like, what the, f- what the hell is a grocery? I nearly mm. swore then. I, before we started filming, I said, Chris, no, I was really serious. Chris, I don't want any swearing. I want the <laughs> seven-year-olds to not be hearing foul language. And then I mean, Are I'm, we really going to have seven-year-olds? Hey, man, um, I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg started out on Facebook when he was five. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe. What I don't, I don't think that's how about? the film had it. But yeah, so I went from that to, to scanning. <laughs> we see old Marky in, um, in preschool. That'd be fun. Marky, <laughs> as he likes to be known. <laughs> to, to, to scanning shopping. And, or the Zuck. <laughs> the Zucker. Anyway. Um, and it, they're, they're smaller as well now. Yeah. All my hands are bigger, one of the two. I mean, I think that's it's a bit of both. They're, they're definitely smaller, though. All chocolate's gotten smaller, though. I can't believe it. Yes, no, because even Cadbury Dairy Milk has mm-hmm. gone from blocks to the weird little hump thing. Yeah. I don't get that. And the Toblerones that became... Do you remember the outpour? Of the, yes. The outcry of yeah. Toblerone? Yeah. White privilege, man. Third world problems. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yes, other I think, I think, it, I think the phrase is first. It is. I said it. We'll <laughs> edit it out. Edit it out. Let me just tap, yeah. tap, 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 tap. Right, we'll, we'll just. Ah, can you not write by the mic? Because well, it's, it's just so you, so you know that's ears. an edit point. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, my bad. That's okay. So other people's opinions. So hate. Mm. What do you do with that? And and how do you? You keep tapping this table, Sorry. and all they're going to hear is they're going to wonder if there's a tremor happening, if there's an earthquake, and yeah, we need to I'm, hide I'm under I'm the sorry. stairs. I'll just I'll move my head. Like Harry Potter, um, he lived under the stairs, didn't he? Or he did, yes. Okay, great, yeah, cool. He did. I've got my references, my pop culture references, all sorted out. Other people dealing with hate. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, we. Uh, I don't know what we'll do about the tweenies chat. We'll keep some of it. Dealing with hate. Go. Um, while I drink. Well. I mean, touch wood, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mad sentence. I just realised. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Touch so, wood. No, you won't touch wood, Chris. <laughs> We've had this discussion. So, so I haven't actually really had to deal with anything just yet. Yeah. Most Most feedback has been like, you know, pretty positive or just, you know, haven't really had any feedback for anything. Um, the only time that I, I did get somewhat hate was there used to be a guy, there used to be a guy on YouTube that went by the name of Free Pack. Oh, wow, okay, everyone's going to be hunting him down now, You've, you know. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have kids. Like, <laughs> he, he was on there, and he used to make very um, controversial songs. Yeah. Um, they were, I'm pretty sure they Hang were. Hang on, Three Pack? Yeah. Jesus, oh no. <laughs> yeah. I just smacked the table. I wonder how he thought of that one. Yeah. Hey, so there's two pack. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. 
Can we remove? I'm one better than him. I'm three pack. Yeah, yeah. Just think about a three pack on your chest as as an ab. <laughs> would it happen? Is, is that going to be all up? down one side? Or would or it be a gonna... triangle? I didn't think about the all down one side. Yeah. You only do crunches on one. <laughs> side of your body. Well, it's left day today. <laughs> right. So, um, three pack. Yeah, and he used to do. I'm pretty sure he. It was intentionally awful music because um, it was never it was just really bad uh, like he'd done a song but not like around. a so bad it's good bad like the Krispy Kreme guy Krispy yeah Kreme. yeah. I, I think it was just meant to be awful oh right, um, okay. like this, like he'd done a song called Swag Like Osama and he was dressed as Osama Bin Laden <laughs> And, and was Christ. like dancing around. <laughs> we are really dragging through the, through the mud, aren't we? It's like, do you know, swag like Osama. Yeah, we don't need a, There goes our sponsorship. Uh, there's the explicit marking. Great. And cut. Back to the tweening. But, but you know, they. Um, so I decided one day that, because like when I was younger, for some reason, I thought, is this guy actually serious? So I decided to make a diss track on him. <gasps> That's brilliant. And For um, those who don't know, what is a diss track? I'm, uh, I'm being deliberately ignorant yeah. for the benefit of so, our millions of viewers mm, who wow. are tuning in with their scone and their tea and they're like, what's a diss track, Chris? And they're, they're all from Britain, apparently. Apparently so. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, so a diss track is essentially um, how I would say it's like a cuss, but some people don't know what a cuss is really. A diss track it's is like, like a, a, it's like slander. It's like a negative. Mm. I, I I don't understand because the people like KSI mm. do it, and I don't understand the culture. But is it is it um, is it just like playful banter? Is it just like kind of is it a challenge? Is it like oh I've done it's, you now you need to one up me? It's so. Um, hip hop has always been a very competitive genre. It sort of was, I believe, it was birthed in the streets of Brooklyn, New York, where it sort of. It I hope all... it wasn't a cesarean. Not even dad jokes. And not I think funny enough to be dad jokes. It started as as just guys being like, "I'm better than you, and this is why. Uh-huh. I, I'm I'm now just going to insult you in rhythm." Okay. And oh it, wow! In rhythm. Well, yeah, then. yeah. And, and it was just got respect. And it was just back and forth. Like I'm I'm going to say this, and, and then it sort of evolved into like, like a um, dance battle. Like in a sense, like, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Me dancing. You know, with the flow and rhythm of words. Wow. You know, poetry. Mm, I know Shakespeare. It's, who? It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you did a. So I, I did a diss track, um, not a very good one, but you know, still out there. <laughs> no, okay. no, it's, it's not. I, I deleted. We left it. that on the cutting room floor. <laughs> so I, I deleted it. I love how the second part of this podcast is utter crap. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take long, did it? We managed probably about fifteen minutes of professionalism. Uh, it was. Um, I've, I remember deleting the video because I got butt hurt because someone commented. Something like, oh, this guy is from the mean streets of Hogwarts. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. That's all kinds of levels of genius. Yeah. I don't think that is hate. I think that's <laughs> honor. If someone used a read like that on me, I'd yeah. be like, I bow down to you. Yeah. The streets of Hogwarts. <laughs> that's genius. That's 
like so good. But like I was trying to like get him on the show. <laughs> like, like I legit thought that this video was gonna like I was gonna like blow up from it, <laughs> and I was gonna suddenly become the guy. Do you know what I mean? Stop. Enough. I, I was like 14, 15. Oh my god. So, and I was just like, yeah, no, I'm gonna diss this guy, and everyone's gonna see how much better I am. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, how wrong well, was I? Yeah. I don't know, Chris, because you're on a very popular podcast. <laughs> Not because of that video, though. That's amazing. I can't remember what I called the song. It was, but yeah, It'll come to you. But it was essentially... Like a train like, in the night. Like in, in brackets, free pack diss. <sighs> that's great. So that's the hate but, you but, deal with. But rest in peace, free pack. Um, oh, geez. Yeah. Well, that puts a sour note on the story. Yeah, it does. Is he actually deceased? You, apparently, yeah. Yeah, he, he had like a, a health issue. He was, he was very young. He was like in his late 20s. Wow. Yeah. I feel like we've just spoken ill of the dead. <laughs> But did three packs say the Hogwarts thing? No, no, it was, oh. it, it was one of his fans. I think. Oh, I'm just, oh, he had fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I didn't think. They, judging from the dislike what, what? bar, I didn't think they were real. Oh my! God. But yeah, no, he clearly had fans. Oh my god, I'm so blown away by this story, <laughs> and I can't believe it's taken me this long to hear it. Yeah. So hey, so so what? what so for people who aren't making diss tracks. Yes. What what would you say to like naysayers or non-believers or like how do you deal with that negativity? What what do you what's your method for overcoming that? Uh take it as fuel. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so many people uh use it to sort of, you know, weigh them down. Um which which is okay for like you know, maybe a few hours or something, or you know, maybe maybe ponder on it for a little while. But as long as you eventually realise that actually no, like they they don't know anything. Like I'm cool. I've got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'll be absolutely fine. Like I've I've had people. I still have. Like um, a couple of years ago now, I went to shoot a video uh, called 4 p.m. in Oxford. You know, go check that out. Uh, Chains Unlimited. Literally, just just type in Chains Unlimited. Just saying. That's Um, what you need. You need a brandable name that people mm. it comes up straight away. Yeah, and and it does. Thankfully, boom. Um, But yeah, so I shot that video in Westgate Shopping Centre. And people are going to find where we live, Chris. I'm not sure about this. I, I, I mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> give them a co- give them the coordinates. Why not? I got the train coordinates. There. Do you think people still use coordinates? Well, I'm pretty they... sure the CIA do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but do they open Google Maps and go X30 North? Of... Do you know what I mean? I don't think the CIA is using Google Maps. Is that hey, really like the peak of our technology hey, in the military? Hey, Jimmy, we need to find this guy. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Manny. I got Google Maps. <laughs> that was actually like almost Peter Griffin. Was it? Yeah. Watch out, yeah. whoever voices Peter. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, yeah, quite a famous name. <laughs> yeah. You know, does most of the characters. That's what I love about my, like, I like to sit here and go, I don't say much about acting. I don't say much about writing. I don't know who anyone is. But I try to stay out of... Um, Oh. Has someone got like a trombone? <laughs> Apparently. We've got bagpipes there if you want to whip them out. <laughs> you, actually... um, you know this. My mum's got bagpipes. <laughs> and what was I talking about? I don't. I try not to pay too much attention to what other people are doing because I don't want them to influence what I'm doing too much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's I'd what, hate yeah. for subconsciously stuff they've done to, to trickle through to my stuff. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
look how serious I got <laughs> because I didn't know who Seth MacFarlane was. But yes, um, I've ruined my Google Maps joke now. I can't go back to that because it's not going to be very funny. Um, but so with with like so yeah, with dealing with like hateful comments and things like when I was filming that video, yes, I still had. Um, so like we done it on the you know where the, they've got like a little bridge that goes over the escalators that goes to like the toilet block. Mm-hmm. So we filmed it on that bridge. Yes, I remember. Yeah, Near the crazy golf. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. So we had people walking behind my camera guy. Yeah. And all that and like the looks that I got yeah. while doing that. Some people straight up laughed at me. Really. Yeah. And that that's cool. Like you know it's, it's all good because you know I, I got a sick video out of it. Yeah. And, and it's just like well these people. You know, they can't... They're in a different they, lane to they, you. They can't do what I'm doing nah, right now. Absolutely. It's like, it, it, might, it may seem stupid to you or whatever, but, you know, it's, it's at least it's, like, people good. People are so quick to judge other people and put mm. other people down that they will not for one second try to relate and understand where they're coming from or appreciate what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to just be like, yeah, it's oh, easy. Look, look, I, look at that. I think you're right. Yeah, what's, and, what's that guy doing? And it also, Plus, it's not something you see every day. No, no, no. And, and, we, and we love seeing like weird stuff yeah. and things you don't see all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess it'll make a great story for them. They probably went home and yeah. said, oh, I saw some idiot... Yeah. rapping in Westgate and then they went back to playing Minecraft and you know doing mm. crap and watching Strictly come dancing or something yeah. do you know what I mean like uh, what happened the other day I was teaching my student and, he, and I said what's wrong and he was like oh I'm no I was talking about learning lines he said I don't like learning lines out loud because people might think I'm weird okay and I said great yeah wonderful being weird is awesome absolutely because have you seen normal people yeah, They're so boring. And I'd hate to be normal. They don't seem very happy either. They don't seem very happy. I think that's so true. If you want to see normal people, literally, just go to Paddington Station at 9am. Grey-faced, like, blank. Suits, leather briefcases, and they always miserable have to be look. The thing about London, they always have to be somewhere. Everyone's rushing around. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at their phones. They've got, oh my God, everything needs to happen now. now. Do, 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 do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, they... They have, like, they, they just, they, everything's a rush, it seems. Like, they, they act as if there isn't another train in literally two minutes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had a guy genuinely try to start a fight with me. Yeah. Why? In, what did in, you do? In, in the underground. Because I was stood on the left side yeah. of the escalator. Yeah. Only, yes. Only because I was, I was on my way to a gig with my brother. And whenever we, like, use public transport and all that, he just sort of, stays out of my way and it's like right you figure out where we've got to go and I will just follow you yeah 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 um, London is like such it's like going to Mordor it's like, a whole other you world you need to install apps yeah <laughs> you need to you need an Oyster card you need <laughs> so many things in your yeah. and you always take a bag to London don't you you can't yeah. go to London with nothing on your shoulders because London is a trek like yeah. you can go to um, Oxford for the day out, easy, and that's a city. Mm. But if you're going to London, you best be prepared. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, you, you've you got need to a lamber spread. You know, you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to take some sort of food so just yes, in case. Because you, you, you don't know where you're going. You, know, you don't know what's going to happen. As if there's going to be no shops anywhere in London. Exactly. If there isn't going to be a pret a manger on every <laughs> sponsorship deal, if there isn't going to be a pret a manger on every corner. <laughs> what was that? Don't know. Don't ask me. Um, but yeah, no, this 
yeah, he was in such a rush, and like, um, and so I was only on the left side because I was stood on the same step as my brother, and I was just showing him. Right, so we're gonna go down here, yeah, and then do this, and there was this whole excuse me, supposed to be standing on the right, and I was just like, but that's the thing, people are so. There's this. I did a play, um, and one of the lines was in it that recurred was stand behind the yellow line. Right. And the thing is that people have got society the like, the concept of society so drummed into them mm. that if someone like an artist or a confident, outgoing, extroverted person exists outside those parameters, they're the enemy. It's, the, mm. it's them and us. So the minute you're stood on the left instead of the right. That fictional, imagined, stupid rule—you mm. are an idiot. How dare you stand on the left? Yeah. And then you sit, get home, and you wrap your head around it, and you're like, "They're the idiot for being so hypnotized." Yeah. I feel like we're gonna get loads of comments it, now by people being like, "Yes, but it's because it's the rules." It, it, it is, but the the thing is, like, admittedly, once I had figured out that I had I had messed up here. Yeah. You know, fortunately, there was a step right in front of my brother that was just like, oh, okay, cool, I'll just jump down there. And I was like, oh, yeah, my bad, man. Like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. There's a way to go about it, isn't Sorry, it? like, you know, I've, I, I don't do this all the time. You know, which, to be fair, he could have thought of that. I mean, I, I'm clearly not... I wasn't dressed for, you know, the occasion. Dressed for London. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, it's clear I'm an outsider. Yeah, outsider. But, <laughs> but um, it was, which was perfectly fine, you know. It, until he got to my step looked at me, and then decided to cuss at me. And then I was just like, all right, it's game time now, bro. <laughs> it was, it was just like, boss, boss, what's the phrase? Boss music starts playing. Like, yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, mate. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to like full on scorpion yeah, kick your yeah, ass now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, he sort of carried on running down the stairs, but then proceeded to stop at the bottom, turn around and then shout up back at me because he always, could hear me. People always do their insults when they're walking away. Yeah, when they're me. leaving. When they And that's the thing is that, yeah, it annoys me so much because I'm like, if you've got something to say, say it to my face. Don't yeah. resort to, do you know what I mean? But like yeah. the amount of times I've been like, like when I've been working in retail or something, and then someone's been, as they're walking towards the door, turned around and said, you know, X, Y, mm. Z. Um, I'm like, oh, come on. You're the coward in this situation. Yeah. Because um, now you, you know, you, you don't, you don't get to find out what I was going to say or yeah, even yeah, what yeah. I was going to do. Like, like, you don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why you dipped. Like, because you don't want to know. <laughs> like, you, it's like. Don't you, mess with Chris. No, I'm just, just like generally, like, they just don't want to know that. Like, yeah. at any time that I've said something to somebody and then left, it's because I'm not prepared for, for like, what's potentially going to come here. Yeah. Like, so so I, I don't want to know what kind of smoke I just got myself into, so say it and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back like, out, back and, out. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's left the yeah. Well, Chris, we've muddled our way through episode one of Blagging It. Um, what have we told the people today? What's the, what's the take home? Um, what is Always the... stand on the right. <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's a very good... When you're using London escalators, stand on the right-hand side. You will upset many people if you don't. <laughs> I think there's a whole episode for the, for the journey into London. I mean, yeah. Okay, bookmark it, bookmark it. Okay, okay, we're done. Yeah, so so that's blagging it for you. It's um, We occasionally say useful things, 
Mm. But most mostly is just wrapped up in anecdotes about the tweenies. I mean, um, so if you like the sound of that, um, then stick around. Um, we're weekly podcast weekly. Yeah, cool. Weekly, why cool, not? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are not. If you be awkward if you said no. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, Chris, how can people? follow you where can people find you on the socials uh, so you can find me on the insta at real chains uh chains is c-h-a-y-n-e-s great yeah. okay uh, you can find me on youtube under chains unlimited the unlimited is u-n-l-t-d ah it's unlimited mm. it's you know abbreviated oh yes i love breathing stuff up. <laughs> i love to have a breath sesh well you know um or when oh, I saw this really, there's a thing on a program where someone says, "Hate it when people say spag ball, fuck annoy." <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the swearing filter. Um, you can find me on Instagram underscore Thomas J Baker, I think. Uh, my Twitter is TJB Actor. My website, she's got a website now. Okay. Squarespace. Oh. Promo. Um, what's it called? Sponsorship. There we go. Get the words right, Jesus. Um, is thomasbakeractor.com. There we mm. go. You have to think of the domain. Um, but yeah, um, stick around. Keep creating. Keep having fun. Keep being kind to each other. Absolutely, yeah. Don't, don't, just, just don't be a dick. Just don't shout at people right. who stand on the left. Just politely nudge them and the right. Like, you know, just you know, have a bit of consideration. Beautiful. You know, um, also, you can find me on Twitch at Chainsy. Okay, brilliant. Well, we got Chains E Y. Jesus, we need a dictionary for all the different ways you spell <laughs> yeah. all, all the socials. Yeah. Which, to be fair, I was actually thinking like, when we actually do this, like I was thinking of maybe setting it up so that we also live stream the episode when we get a lot more sort of comfortable. We can also live stream the episode as well as film it, so then people could either watch it live. Or yes, no, I see what you mean, and then we upload it. Well, there yeah. you go, guys. There's um, that's let us know on, in the comments. That's what's on the horizon. I can imagine just a barrage of comments. People, in the <laughs> live stream. yes, guys, I, yes. I, I need more content. I really count. That's kind of the point of the podcast, isn't it? Um, they care about what we're saying, anyway. This has been blagging it. Um, thank you very much. Tom Baker has left the chat. Bloop. I mean, I'm out. You guys take it easy. Chris is leaving the chat. You've been listening to Blag In It. And now, your usual programme.